Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Uptime Community. We're so glad that you can join us live today. Today's date is May 17th, 2022. I'm Greg Messina. And if you are new here, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. We want to make this an interactive form, so we do welcome your questions and your comments. I see that we are cutting off a little bit of today's uh, verse of the day, and that this comes from Bible Gateway, BibleGateway.com. Uh, we are not getting uh, any uh, royalties from this. We just decided we would use BibleGateway.com, and uh, this is uh, Romans 11.33. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Amen. Thank you, brothers, for coming back on. We do um, bring on back with us uh, both Brother Kevin Hookman, Robert Hagen, and Brother Bob. The Doc. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Brothers. It's going. It's going good. His ways are past finding out, Bob and Bob and Greg. (laughs) I I think a lot of people thought that we wouldn't even be here this week on on this uh, this planet. (laughs) A lot of people were looking looking toward uh, a May 14th or May 15th rapture. Um, But, you know, his ways are past finding out. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's still obviously not time. We're here still running the race, right? And uh, we're going to continue to endure and run it to the finish. Yeah. And in the meantime, we're going to count it all joy. We're not going to get down, and uh, we're going to stay up, and we're going to keep on preaching the gospel. And more people will be saved and go into the rapture. And yeah. that's, that's, that's the way to look at it, right? Well, that's obvious that uh, there's more folks out there that need to, need to come home, you know, obviously because uh, – it hasn't happened yet. There's um, a lot of things going on. There's uh, a lot of opportunities to to share the truth. And uh, my wife and I were talking about as we were driving along today about Jesus Christ. He was the only one that ever had a right to say, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." You know, Buddha couldn't say that. Allah, Muhammad, all the thousands of Hindu gods. You know, they, they didn't die for you. If someone's out there thinking they did, they didn't die for you. Now, they're dead, but they didn't. They never got up from the dead. Correct. God did not, did not see fit to raise them. He raised his only begotten son. So this is, this is something else. You know, he didn't just say, and he never said, I am one of the ways. I remember hearing that from some guy in San Francisco one at a time. I was saying, well, you, you're so confused. You, you know, you can't even get that scripture right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, just read what's written right. and let the word stand on its own two feet, if you will. And, uh, you know, by no means do we come on here and um, act as if we have all the answers. I know I don't. Yeah, we uh, don't. These other fellows that are with me here are a whole lot have a whole lot more of a deeper knowledge of a lot of things than I ever will. But I might be able to add it. The thing here and there but we're all we're all in you know our goal and uh, i know greg well enough to know his 
heart behind this was to bring people back to the Father, and and, and that's what um, has been happening here for. Uh, this is year three, right? Yeah, we're in year three. We're wow. in year three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe year three will be the last year we're here. Maybe it'll be oh, year okay. four. We don't. I know JB yeah. wants to get out here. <laughs> well, but if, if we are, I mean, if we are continuing to be yeah. here and there are people still in the chat, they're saying, I'm looking forward to June. Well, you know, that that's always the nice, that's always the great thing about what's going on in these last days is that there's always something to look forward to. And there's always, you know, a new watch period and a new time. And, uh, you know, there's no, there's no lack of that. We should probably do a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, Greg, uh, Joe said he's, he's taking the night off, right? So he's, he's not going to be here tonight. Yes. Um, uh, Joe won't be able to make it with us. He's, he's good. Um, just needs to take uh, the night. Uh, he's got some things he needs to take care of. Um, but, uh, other than that, we may be bringing on, um, brother Steve L we have brought on before from, uh, gospel kingdom, um, website, right. And, uh, yep. And that'll be great if he can join us again. Um, Another thing too, Greg, maybe Bob can, I mean, there are some people that did, that are, that posted some things even after you posted your, your, your um, comment there regarding your books. Um, maybe you can just tell everybody about what the situation is with the books. Oh well, yeah. yes. Um, so yeah, let's, let's start with the, go ahead, start with the books, Bob. Uh, I kind of left that in to you. So why don't you fill them in? Yeah. So basically the books are ordered. I ordered them and, uh, I thought, you know, normally you'll get a book. You'll get, you get it within about five days, something like that. But I guess if you order a big bulk load of them like I did, because I, I ordered enough for everybody that won the book, but I'm also planning for the future. <laughs> so I ordered a boatload of them, and I guess when you order in bulk like that, it takes a lot longer. <laughs> I wasn't planning on waiting two weeks to get books. But uh, they're they're going to be arriving. Part part of the, part of the load will arrive this Thursday, and a part of the load will ar- arrive this Saturday. So by next week, I should be able to get all the books out to everybody. If you're watching right now, I got all your information. Okay, if anything's if there's any problems, I'll email you. <laughs> okay, but I will sign all the books and stuff like that. And by the way, the PDF file we are making it free on our website, edvforme.org. We're making it free. And uh, we actually had the book translated in a couple of different languages now. Wow, um, it's Oriya and for India and uh, another language we did for it. was done in Pakistan. So we're nice. going to put those downloads on our website for the, the friends of yours. They're, they're in different countries. And we might be looking to some, to some more um, uh, translations to it, have it translated to other languages. And I, I can't reprint the book, but because it stays in English, but I could definitely do a PDF file for our website, you know. Right. So that's all going to be free now, all right. So that um, they haven't contacted me back yet. The web the people running my website, uh, but I'm assuming it's done already. Um, I have to go check the email. But uh, extremely busy this week though. But yeah, sorry everybody, you haven't got your book yet. It's on the way. <laughs> It's yeah. on the way. And uh, everybody, I know we just went through an amazing blood moon. I couldn't see it. I went outside. Uh, one, yeah, one, one second, uh, Bob. Just w- touch on the T-shirts, too, because some people are in the chat before we get into the blood moon. So some people, in, 
in the chat are saying they did receive the T-shirts. Some saying they didn't. So um, for those who did not receive the T-shirts, okay, um, there were, I think, two that I found that I could not get an address from. I guess when they were filling out the form, they did not put their full address, mailing address in. So I did try to reach out to those people because they did have, uh, they did put their email address in there. Um, please check your email. Uh, I reached out to at least two people and maybe three. But other, other than that, there were some uh, T-shirts that were shipped a little bit later. Uh, so you should be receiving them. Ali, I know you said I, I could see you in the chat saying you didn't receive anything. Please uh, be patient. It should be coming in the mail soon. If you have not received your T-shirt yet, please email us here. And uh, you can... I put the email address down below. Please email us there if you have not received your T-shirt yet, and I will communicate with you. I did try to reach out to those who have not. Uh, I was not able to ship them out to. So please check your email inbox for spam. All right. Let's also clarify that the, the, these T-shirts aren't ordered. Uh, you don't order T-shirts. The, 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 these T-shirts came as a prize um, when we were celebrating our, our two-year anniversary through trivia questions. So these T-shirts are not for sale, nor are they orderable um, at this no, time. Not, not at this time. Correct. Orderable. Okay. That's an interesting word. <laughs> orderable. Yeah, you can't. Orderable. Yeah. Orderable. Yeah. That's a word, isn't it? Yes, I, I can imagine it is. <laughs> uh, we can go to dictionary.com in a little bit. But anyway, um, so uh, listen, i sorry, Bob. He comes back and because... he's on me for grammar or whatever. Right. already. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, never, so, I never get on you for anything, Kim. I mean, seriously. <laughs> um, so I'm sorry to cut you off there, Bob, because this was very interesting uh, blood moon that we had. Go, go ahead. Yeah, it was a very interesting blood moon. Um, I couldn't see it, but uh, evidently I knew it was there. A bunch of channels were watching it. You know, there's something about blood moons and solar sort of eclipse. They used to fly right by. No one really cared about them. But for some reason, when we entered into this Shemitah period, this seven-year period, people started taking notice of blood moons. You ever notice that? Yeah. Uh, the blood moon tetrad that took place right before the Shemitah period, the seven-year Shemitah cycle began back in 2015, where it had mm -hmm. the 2014-2015 tetrad. People just started paying attention to this stuff. No one ever paid attention to this stuff before, but now they are. And you guys remember back in uh, 2017, on the 21st of, of mm -hmm. August, when they had that solar eclipse, solar I mean, eclipse. people were lining up down huge the deal. Here, yeah, watching this thing. I'm like, and it's causing traffic jams. They're causing traffic jams in different states. I mean, that's never happened before. Yeah. So evidently, something is coming. Evidently, God is getting people to look up right now. That's good. All right. That hasn't happened before, but it's happening now. Okay. And the fact that this blood moon took place. And what happened this uh, last week? The stock market absolutely crashed like you wouldn't believe. The crypto market got wiped out. Mm. Okay, they are moving full speed right now. They are. They want to get into what I heard is the Fed coin this year. And, you know, cash is trash. They're doing away with that. Cash so it's, there's just no surprise to me that all of this is happening right now. And which is... which basically tells us hey, we're about to go home soon. Yeah, our dollar's losing value every second of the day, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, you could just see, like, the, the corners 
starting to crumble off and then it's starting to get like just more i mean your dollar's going nowhere i mean inflation is 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 completely rampant i mean i don't remember a time i mean obviously um you know mr hagan was has lived on this earth for much longer than i have um do you ever remember a time where like you go into a store and you just see like just empty shelves i mean and and with no with i mean like you're like when is this going to be full again? And they, they're like, beats me, you know? Yeah, I that, remember have when, you ever I remember seen when, that, like, for this I, long period of time? I remember when cigarettes were 25 cents a pack. <laughs> I've been around. Uh, no, not really. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, baby formula? I mean, no. I've never heard of, like, a mother trying to go to a store and she cannot feed her baby. I mean, that's just. Well, there's plenty of, uh, there's plenty of formula on the, on the board. From what oh, on the border, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's that's yeah. different. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. That was done on purpose. Yeah. You know, it's, okay, fine. The government went in, they bought all the formula, and they're wasting it now on the border. Fine, okay, you guys did that. You saw. Oh, hold on, hold on, right? Rob. They'll, they'll oh. get upset with you for saying they're you're wasting it on the border because they'll say, "Look, those <laughs> babies need to eat. Those babies need to eat." But mm-hmm. but true, they do. But they also have come here illegally. And yeah. I mean, the, a country has borders for a reason, correct? Otherwise, it's not a country anymore. It's just an open wilderness. So, I mean, th- th- that is why the people in this country who are citizens and legally here in this country, they, they're the ones who pay taxes uh, and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Why are we saying, you citizen, you are last in line. You are last in the priority. I mean, sure, the last is going to be first, but that's in heaven. <laughs> I mean, the last isn't first here. The last is last. And so if, if they say to you, oh, citizen, sorry, uh, your baby can't eat, but at least we're feeding those babies that are coming across the border illegally. How does that how make many, you and your baby feel? How many babies are coming across that border right now? How many babies are born in this, in, the, in this country right now? Isn't it like somewhere around 30,000, 40,000 per Thousand day or something like that? Right. We don't have 30,000, 40,000 babies to come across that, that, that border no. right now. That's a bunch of bull. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And here's the other thing, too, is that they're saying some Republicans spoke out and say, hey, we need to do something about this baby forming a problem. And you know what? They're getting vilified. Here's oh, the problem. They're getting vilified for sticking up for American babies. They're getting put down and say, you're a horrible person. How dare you? Yeah. No, we don't care about American babies. Don't, you know, we'll take care of the stuff down on the border first. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the American babies around the 26th. It's the 26th of <laughs> right. Something like that. But hold on a second. We, we've been telling you about it since February. Okay. But now the supply completely ran out. And if anybody speaks out against it, you're a horrible person for pointing out that our babies are not eating now. You're a horrible person. I I tell you what, you know, I'm always praying for this country, but guys, come on. This country think, is getting judged. Yeah. I think that I think that dissolved. I think a, a sleeping I just think a sleeping a sleeping giant has been woken up though. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there that are that are standing up against this and not just this but other things that are going on. You know, the, the abortion issue, um, you know, how they, I got into it a little bit at work one day, the other day, 
I couldn't help it. The stuff I was hearing just, it just got to me, you know, they're talking about, and I say, you, you guys were in there and they're talking about how, you know, how horrible this is that, that, uh, these people are there and they're doing this uh, pro-life thing. They, they're, they're fighting for the lives of, of a, of a, something that's not, you know, it's just a blob, right? And I said, okay, you're, you say a woman has, you know, a woman's right to choose, you know, my body, my choice, but you're really concerned about my health with COVID. You're, you're concerned to the point where you want me to take these tests and take these jabs to keep me alive. Yet you're willing to destroy the life of a child even after they've been born. So, so, listen, give, I, so I said, give me No, wait, I said, give me a break. Yeah, but I listen, said, they're, they're not even telling you to, to do that to keep yourself alive. They're saying you need to take that to keep other people safe. Yeah, so they can have their so they can destroy the children. You see, they, they said you need to you need yeah. to you need to, to take get that that uh, jab, the jibba jabba, as Bob says, yeah. you need to get that in order to keep others safe. You see, it's not even about you. So you don't have a choice there, Bob. You 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 have to do that in order to keep other people safe. That's how they see it. And then you get the lead economic advisor who's saying we need to have more abortions so that we can lower inflation. I mean, that is how twisted this is all become. Oh, it makes it makes perfect Mm -hmm. sense that you. Yeah, right, right, right. We want a smaller workforce so that we can suppress demand in order to lower inflation. I mean, make perfect this, sense is, this is the craziness have. that's going on. But at least 75% in this last poll said that America is on the wrong track. And oh, only yeah. one in six, 16%, said it's on the right track. And I don't know who those 16% are, but whomever they are, they're crazy. Because it's obvious that this country is not on the right track. The right track is towards God, repentance, righteousness. This country is is off the rails. I mean, it is actually. And this is why I think the, the rapture is going to happen very soon. Sure. I think he, they, he's going to take these Kevin, babies out of here. He's going to take the them anger, out. Amen. Hey, Kevin. Know, right. The anger, Bob, if you watch these people, and I don't want to keep beating this subject, but when you watch these people, when they're on TV, they're so angry, like oh, Schumer, yeah. up Chuck Schumer, I call him. <laughs> you know, he, he's, he's, a, he's a madman. He's just an insane person. They're all insane. If, if he was ever watching this, I would tell him that to his face. He's just insane. Yeah, yeah, they're all insane. I mean, and, and they're all just, just up there, you know. Woof, and they're woof, angry. Woof, and they're angry. And if you watch too much of it, it makes you angry. It makes you angry. <laughs> it's true. Let's, you, know, let's just, you just got to kind of like it it and you got to step back and kind of laugh about it because if you get too much into it, then you become like Steve and he's just angry all the time at everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. Welcome. The, Hi there. Steve, we need your calming influence. <laughs> yes. Steve does have calming influence. Even Halkman is calming. Halkman's too wound up tonight. We got to. Hey, wait a minute. You're the one who's getting me wound up. Oh, me? I never have never done a thing like that. Hey, Kevin, uh, I was going to say, yeah. uh, you know who the 16% of those people are that say everything's on track? You know who they are? Lake of Fire people. Lake. That's who they are. Lake of Fire people. Yeah. Lake of Fire yeah. people. Those they are like not the track that we're on, right? Because they're going right for that track, aren't they? 
Yeah. The, hey, they, hey, we love, we love all this control. We love all this. You know, who's that one guy that was trying, who's that one guy, that, um, they're doing experiments on this guy now or this person where they, he was able to tweet just with his mind, all this inserts in his head. Wow. And he says, I feel more free. I have, I feel, I just have so much more freedom now. I'm like, wow, wow. <laughs> you are definitely on the wrong track. That's the wrong you track. Know? I think the 16% are either getting a cut from the big, from the big guy or in the deep state, or they actually work in the administration themselves. And they're, I mean, that, I mean, who else though, who else is actually just like a regular American who's, who's just experiencing everything that we're seeing every day. Sending four, you're trying to send forty billion dollars to Ukraine to have our ammunition, munitions, and stuff blown up by Russians. I mean, yeah, that, that's what happened that one day. It was like one point five billion dollars worth of ammunition was blown up. It's like yeah, there goes your tax dollars. Just throw, you know, just throw still, them yeah. what about ammunition for us? Well, yeah. we have to defend ourselves. We keep sending them all of our stuff. But it keeps getting blown up. I mean, whoa, geez. <laughs> I don't what believe I, I don't believe all that new stuff that's going on over there. I don't I'm sorry. I think a lot of it is I think a lot a lot of news reports you're watching are baloney. I know there's some stuff going on that's bad over there. I know what that, but I've heard I've heard different takes on that and I think that some of it is just you know, and I maybe I'm getting cynical in my old age, but I just I can't turn on the the TV and believe all this stuff anymore. It's just too, it's so, it's so uh, negative and it puts you in such a, a bad frame of mind. I'll give you an example. All those people that were just killed in Buffalo, New York, I'm having a problem and I'm not saying that there isn't something to happen, but I watched that live stream of that guy shooting the people. I just put it on for a few minutes and it looked very similar to that guy in New Zealand the gun all those people down. It was eerie because these people were hitting the ground before the guy even pulled the trigger. Now you go ahead and explain that to me. Now maybe maybe I'm throwing some a fly in the ointment here, but maybe mm-hmm. some of this maybe some of this stuff is staged. Oh yeah. Maybe, well perhaps, look, perhaps look you, you gotta be gotta be a little careful about that. But no, no, you, I'm not saying that just the opinion to you guys. I'm saying that when you watch a live stream video of somebody murdering people and the people are hitting the ground before he even comes through the door. You know, it's something, you know, I don't want to get anybody in any trouble with this. I'm just, no, it's, I'm, it's, listen, been, it's been on my mind and I thought I would say it. I don't know how any of you guys feel about that, but some I of think, this stuff is just really so sickening to me. Well, I'll tell I, you how I feel about it. We got number one, you got to be careful about, about certain things. Um, that, that's and then so I'm just going to leave it at that. But number two, okay. what we can say though is that when this because there are other th- other events that have happened over the course of the years that people have questioned whether or not they were true and so forth, and people have actually gotten into legal issue illegal trouble over that. So we don't want to go down that road. But what we can say is that one thing is true, and that is that person who did that. Uh, was in a mental hospital for a day and a half because he had threatened his classmates. They evaluated him. They let him go. They didn't pursue anything regarding that whatsoever. In New York, you've got these red flag laws, which apparently obviously didn't work in this case whatsoever. 
So that's one thing, one thing we know. The second thing we also know is that he wrote this meandering 180 page thing, which I looked at uh, and I got it. And, and then it was completely twisted uh, by the media. And yeah. this person said that they were an authoritarian left leaning person. That's what, they that's what like that person them. said. Okay. That was, that's what he described himself as. And then the media, the mainstream media described him as MAGA Republican. Yeah. Okay. So you have a huge disconnect there between authoritarian left leaning and MAGA Republican. Those are two opposite sides of the, of the spectrum, basically. So that, that, that you see, but as you can see, Bob, is that these people are relentless. They are going to lie. They're going to do whatever they need to do in order to push their narrative. And like you said, Robert, they're on television telling a vision, their narrative. Right. And they're going to do it, whatever they need to do, even lie about the person in hopes that their audience is going to believe that and never look into actually what is the truth. Yeah, I, I better, you know, I, it's on my heart to apologize to anybody right now that may have taken that the wrong way. You know, I am not um, sitting here saying that I know that it was a staged event. I don't believe it was, but there are things that have happened over the years that have been setups. And uh, I'm not going to get into any of the other things I think about this. But, <laughs> but at the same time, I, I agree with you, Kevin. But And, and Steve, it's good to have you with us tonight. Um, Thank you. It's just, uh, it, it, it just keeps you angry. And, and you know, my wife is saying that. She seemed like I'm always angry about something. But I, I try not to be. I'm trying to 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 keep that hope that, you know, we, we're of of uh, five guys right here that have, we have a, a something to look forward to that's so so phenomenal. Amen. I mean, if anybody's tuning in Amen. right now and they're thinking, you know, I I can't I can't handle this anymore. What do I do? What yeah, do you, don't do? Need to, you don't need. You don't need to apologize. We give we give Jesus we give Jesus a chance, don't we? Yeah, but you don't need to apologize that's, about it. I just well, wanted to make sure that know, I was I get, putting up a little roadblock there so we didn't well, go any further. Well, I just. Yeah, I understand that, and that's why I need you on here to keep me in check. Well, you know, although Greg, although at times it, watch out for this thing because we yeah. we 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 we're, we're, we're kind of attuned to this, and and yeah. some you know I'll even like check myself sometimes and just like okay, I was I'm about to say something, I'm like, no, don't go there, you don't need to go there. Let's yeah. just hold it back. And then of course you know Mr. Barber, Doc Barber here has a tendency to <laughs> to get a little fired up <laughs> at times. Yeah. Well, Steve, how's everything going with you? Let's hear from you, man. Gabby Hayes Hagen here. Um, well, I'd like to speak on what you guys have been sharing, that I think we have to look past some of these incidents. Don't look at the incidents themselves. It's it's We can say it's the plans of men, but we don't know for sure. I think it's the plan of Satan to bring division into America. Um, we have Antichrist who, who, hates, who hates borders, and he's bringing you know, a globalism. So that's why they're trying to destroy our borders, not only to bring division to America, to destroy America, to, but to set up the, the attitude of the Antichrist, of Satan, to bring down nationalities. We know that nationalities are of God because when, when you look at the scripture, there are nations in the new earth. 
So I think we have to look past the specifics of what's going on and look at what Satan's plan is. And we know that Jesus will overcome and he's going to get us out of here. Amen. You know what, Steve, you look like Joe Biden for a minute there. Um, you got your, uh, you got yeah, your, green, my settings. you got your green Come screen. On, man. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you're like, you're, you're morphing in, in from the bookcase Does in your matter? underground basement there. <laughs> Is that better? Yeah, that's better. <laughs> Looking like Joe Biden. I don't know if you want to say that to him. <laughs> well, I was, well, I was saying because remember, uh, here we he go again. On, he was on the campaign trail <laughs> in, in his in his basement, and then he would like come through the doorway like pixelated, and then all of a sudden like appear, and you're thinking to yourself, "Wow, this 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 zephyr just came in from." From you know out of nowhere, and then do we need like, to be moving this over to Rumble words. today, guys? Do we yeah. need to be moving this over to Rumble.com? <laughs> we probably do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we might have. Okay, okay everybody, go over to. <laughs> no, hey, is it, is it okay hey that's what JD Farag yeah. does with his prophecy yeah. update. He's like, he's like, okay, now uh, we're gonna go ahead and we're and you guys need to be on jdfarag.org and we're gonna go ahead and shut off YouTube and Facebook and now we're actually gonna start talking about things. <laughs> So he started yeah. to do that because uh, Facebook, because uh, YouTube started to censor his prophecy videos. Yeah, his prophecy updates. Yeah, I just want to encourage everybody if they're depressed by all this stuff, look past it because these are just yeah. individual things. They're just little darts by Satan. Don't concentrate on the darts. Concentrate on the big picture and that God is greater. We know that we know this world is going going down yeah. and the Antichrist is coming. America's going to fall. We know all this. <laughs> How about we concentrate on the silver play button? How about we concentrate on a silver play button, Bob? Yeah. Can I share? Can I share a few verses out of what the, what's called the can Bible? You speak about the silver play button because no, it, no, it's, just, oh, it's, wow. it's Psalm Psalm one hundred, Greg. You can bring that up. Yeah, sure. In the meantime, Bob. What what is what do do we need to do a petition? Do we all do, do your hundred thousand subscribe hundred thousand subscribers 100, need to hundred thousand hundred ten thousand almost yeah subscribers like need to uh, you know contact YouTube and say uh, this channel needs a silver play button for goodness sakes yeah they're um you know I went I went around with them a few times trying to get that silver play button and. Uh, I mean, it's no big deal. I think my kids want to see me get it more than anything because they like watching YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, hey, that'd be cool. Dad has 100,000 subscribers. Wow. Silver YouTube. They can brag to their friends about it. That's just about all it's going to do for me. But there's nothing well, in so- their terms and, and, and conditions of service that say you get a silver play button if we agree with your content and you yeah. don't if you, if we don't. What's that? Yeah, that's that's just them. They just don't like They just don't like it. They just don't like Christianity content. Yeah. Period. That's discrimination. You know, that's it really discrimination. Discrimination. You get a play button because you hit a hundred thousand subscribers. That's why you get it. Plain set. Done. I thought that's that was what. Yeah. That's it. Because we don't like what you're doing, though. So oh. you don't get it. Too bad. Hundred thousand. was just caught being biased. I don't know if you guys heard that. All yeah. these social medias are biased. Oh really? Oh, thanks for letting us know. That's hard to believe. Yeah. So yeah, Psalm one hundred, Steve L. Everyone, okay? Yeah, yeah. there he goes. Steve L. was the word of wisdom of the day. Yeah, it's just five, it's just five verses. Let me read these, okay? Yes, go ahead. All right, this okay. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. 
serve serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with what? Thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. That's just a little bit of a, a positive little uh, injection of the Bible, like Steve was saying. I mean, we really, you know, we're supposed to serve the Lord with gladness and come in his presence with singing. You know, I sing. I mean, I'm not the greatest voice in the world, but I sing and praise him. You know, we come into his courts with praise and be thankful unto him. You know, even when things aren't the greatest, like today, you know, I'm kind of in some pain, but I'm still thankful. I'm thankful I'm alive. I can breathe. You know, can still have the word of God in our our minds. You know, the mind was designed for the word of God. It was not designed for all this confusion. It's, you know, the word of God is the, the word is the weapon. Uh, the key is faithfulness. You know, one of the, it's just we need to endeavor to realize that you know we didn't make ourselves. There's no such thing as a self-made man. Um, Doc might have, you know, Bob might have a hundred thousand subscribers, but it's not because of his brilliance, although he's a pretty smart cookie. But it's not because of his brilliance; it's because the Lord is drawing people. Steve, it's a, you know the people that you teach. It's because of the, the Word of God that lives in your heart. And the same thing with Kevin and and Greg and myself. You know, it's we're a reflection of of who we're following. You know, and if if we if we do that. Instead of, you know, because we're going to get burned out if we look at all this stuff. I know, I, I, Steve, I agree with you 100%. We're going to just, it, we'll, get to, we'll get to the point where we lose hope. And we don't want to lose hope, even though dates may come and go. You know, like a lot of people thought we'd be out of here on May 14th. We're not. We're still here. Let's be thankful. Let's go into his courts with praise and be thankful. And, and, um, if we're here next week, we'll be here next week again. Mm-hmm. If we're gone before next week, Voucher will be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so will I, you know. Well, that's why you got to have your full armor on every day, right? Because yeah, if you're going to watch this stuff, you got to you got to yeah. be armored up. Yeah. And you know, because this this stuff, like you said, you can lose hope if you don't have the Holy Spirit and you don't have this stuff. There are a lot of people that have lost hope over the past couple. A few years, but there are also other people who've who've gotten to that point where the only hope that they have left is putting their trust and faith in God. And the great thing about this these few verses, Kev, is like in verse four, enter into His gates. We have the availability because of what Jesus Christ accomplished to, you know, go to the Father, and and we can ask. Because we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. I tell you, if that doesn't get you excited, you need help. I mean, you know, the advocate, the defense attorney, and he's seated at the right hand of the Father making intercession for us. Mm-hmm. Not not every six months for five minutes. <laughs> Constantly. Every second. And we need it. Mm-hmm. And And that's why I think the Word says to be thankful. And I talk too much. I, I can't help myself. 
I get oh, okay, so well. I wasn't going to say anything uh-huh. tonight. And I end up talking. Yeah, to sure, anybody. sure, you weren't. I mean, uh, but we're we we don't stop you though, because we, except for when you start going a little too far with certain things. But uh, <laughs> but uh, hey, you know what? You got a lot right. of stuff pent up in you. You haven't been around for a couple. Yeah. So you know, it's you know what, Bob. Everybody wants a piece of greatness, but greatness wants a piece of Bob Hagen. Amen. Yeah. Mm. No, that's a. Did you, did you actually say that? Yeah, that's the nicest cool. thing you ever said to me. <laughs> Can I share a scripture? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Corinthians four seventeen. I just put a video out. I record this weekend, uh, and I published it today. And based upon this verse, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and weight, eternal weight of glory. And uh, when I was in Bible school, I, I took the words momentary light affliction. I call it an MLA. Sometimes we just need to call these things momentary light affliction. We're going to go through troubles in this world. But whatever we, this, the world throws at us is nothing compared to the glories we will see in heaven. Just call them an MLA and keep walking, folks. Keep walking. Momentary light affliction. That's all it is. No matter, mm-hmm. even if it's Amen. death, even if it's death, it can't compare to the glory what God has for us. No matter Amen. what the world or Satan throws at us, it's momentary. It's light, just a light affliction. You know, I'm not surprised at the rapture. I wasn't planning on really seeing the rapture take place around that blood moon. Blood moons are warnings of what's coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's warning. You know, the, you know, what happened? You get a warning sign right when the event happens. Okay, it's like warning the bridge is up, bam, bridge, <laughs> go over the bridge. Not much of a warning, warning signs. But, um, you know, uh, if you guys have heard that uh, YouTube channel, Return of the King, you know, I heard a lot of good things about him, see some of his videos. He, um, he does a, he does a lot of very intricate work about science in the heavens, and see, he's put out some very, very, very uh, convincing content that would indicate a rapture in the around the middle of June. Okay, now don't get excited if it don't happen. Well, here's the thing, though. You know, we we don't know when the rapture resurrection is going to be, but we can at least try to narrow down when the bridge is going to go out. Okay, and like I said before, we are heading towards the new seven-year cycle starting this upcoming September. It's a whole new seven-year cycle, and God's not going to start the seven-year tribulation in the middle of a seven-year cycle. Okay, and then end it in the middle of the next seven-year cycle. He's not going to do it that way. Doesn't sound like it would make sense. Wouldn't make sense. That's why he created mm. the seven-year cycles, because mm. knew, he knew eventually he's going to have a really, really bad one down the road. <laughs> okay, so and that's why it's Daniel's 70th week. It's a seven-year cycle. And to say that it won't take place during the seven-year cycle of a Shemitah cycle when all the other Shemitah cycles dealt with Daniel's prophetic timeline up to the 69th week, then it applied there, didn't it? It did. Okay. So why would you not write it off? Why would people write it off that the that 70th week of Daniel will not be instituted within the beginning and, and the end of a seven year Shemitah cycle, like all the other 69 weeks were. <laughs> okay. So here we are. We could sit there and say, okay, well, rapture, rapture resurrection didn't happen. But there's a lot going on 
that certainly indicates to me that the road's out. The bridge is out in September. The bridge is out. Okay. And that we, but there's a lot that can happen and just be ready at all times. And don't let this world get to you. I mean, we can sit there and talk about all the bad things that our government's doing, all the bad things that China's doing, all the bad things globally is taking place right now. Let's face it. Evil is just sweeping across this planet right now. And it seems like to me, God is beginning to remove his hand of restraint, isn't he? Especially within the last two years. He's beginning to remove his hand of restraint and all the evil. And we're, we're looking at it right now, like we're perplexed. We're like, how can this be taking place? How can this all be happening right now? It's because we're about to go into the seven year tribulation. And there's a, there's a certain group of people that are going to be here. They have a certain mindset that to us, they seem to us, they're loony. Okay. <laughs> what we have going on in the White House, bunch of, it's a loony bin. It doesn't in, make any uh, sense. In Robert Hagen's mind, they're insane. Yeah. Unless you know we're going into the seven year tribulation. Yeah. Now it all begins to make sense. Yeah, it begins to make sense that they're crashing the economy. Yes, it, gets, it does make sense that they're getting rid of all of our energy. It does make sense. There's hyperinflation now. It does. It all makes sense now well, because we're about to go into the seven year tribulation. And since the seven year tribulation is just down the road, then it's safe to say that the rapture resurrection is just down the road. Look, God's giving them over to be deceived, being deceived and deceiving. Okay? Mm-hmm. They are given over to a debased mind. That's what the Bible says. They will, will, be, will be in the end times and in the last days. That's what we're seeing. That's why, Bob, you and I look, and we all do, and, and, we, and we, we talk to each other about this and say, this is what they're doing is not even logical. I mean, even to, like, keep their own power, it's not even logical. Mm-hmm. I mean, so these people have been giving, given over to an ideology which is satanic and debased and evil and sinful and unrighteous. And they're going to do everything that they possibly can in order to keep that direction. Stay the course. That's what they're going to do, no matter mm-hmm. if it hurts them, helps them, or whatever. But if as, long, as long as they're, they're going down that wrong track, they're happy. They're happy, mm-hmm. and they're going to do it as forcefully and as powerfully as they possibly can, and they are going to um, run you over and run anybody who stands in their way. They're going to try to run you over, and they are, they're basically going to try to shut you up. They're going, to, they're going to tell you – they're going to call you names. I mean, we've seen that ramped up in the last you know four to five years where they're just like sure. everything. If you don't agree with them, then you are – well, pick one from the list, and here's your list. I mean, that's just they just try to try to immediately discredit you and tell you that you're that you're that you're one of these type of people. And I'm telling you that 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 is that that is the the mindset that they have. And the nowhere and also nowhere in the Bible did it say the rapture was going to be this last weekend. And also, if people tell you that the rapture was going to be this last week and, and you believe them. And now you're disheartened and you're like, I can't trust anything and this and that. Well, first of all, why did you trust a person in, in believing that the rapture was there? I mean, come on, we got to get past that. Now people are going to have theories. People are going to have ideas. People are going to project certain dates and stuff like that. That's fine. And if you want to go, yeah, that sounds good to me. That's great. But once you say, okay, 
that's gospel truth, basically, and equate that to what's in the word. And then you say, well, since this person said that, then the word <laughs> must be wrong. Well, hold on. Now you've gone to a different place and a whole different thing. Now you trusted in man. You've equated man exactly. with the word of God. You can't do that. You can't do that. Now, listen, you got it. You, I mean, if you're going to listen to these people who say the rapture is going to be today and then they'll say tomorrow the rapture is going to be on Wednesday and this and that. Well, you got to be like pretty mature in your faith and say, OK, I'm along for this ride. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to I'm going to like be up and say, OK, this is the day. This is the day. And then it doesn't come. Well, then you still got to pick yourself back up, just like Steve read in there and said, that that will be your momentary minor affliction, basically at that point, mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, I'm so down. I'm, I, you know, I'm crushed because the rapture didn't happen. Well, you know what? You're putting yourself into that position, number one. Okay, you're doing that to yourself because nowhere in the Word did it say that it was going to happen that day. This is not the rapture. Resurrection is a promise from God to happen on the day of the rapture (laughs) that's what it's going to happen and then if if it doesn't happen then okay well then god's broken his promise then you can start questioning everything but you know what that day is not going to happen until god says it happened and we're supposed to be you or me are going to be able to say that this has happened and also saying oh well he's delaying it well if he say that that was the day then there is no he hasn't said it's the day yet. Yeah. So just wait. Wait on the day. We we wait. That's what the Bible says. Wait on wait on that. Wait well, on even in, even in the first century they were you know they were questioning, you know, where's the hope of his coming and yeah. And they, they used to do all that. And we're it says in Peter, we're supposed to be ready to give an answer for the hope that lieth within us. That's right. So let let's mm-hmm. let's do that and and uh and also says, don't go beat up your fellow brothers either during that period of time. Oh, the Lord's delayed is coming. Uh, yeah, so really you're are. this and you're that. And I'm going to point we, out the the, the, yeah. the speck in your eye when I'm going to ignore yeah. the log in my own. We can't go mm-hmm. in there and say, you know, uh, I got revelation that uh, the rapture is going to be on June 1st at 1 p.m. in the afternoon, Central Standard Time. You know, it's, it's silly. You know, it, Robert Hagen said mm-hmm. it, Greg. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we have that's, to film. That's now I'm really in trouble. Yeah, now you know. we're just gonna time block that. We're not. We're gonna cut out the part where he says ridiculous <laughs> or silly. It's gonna be like the rapture is gonna be on this day. Quote Robert Right. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. I was explaining this to my sons. You know, and I told I told him. You know. You know what, Logan? This is my youngest son. I said, "Do you know that right now we are the generation? We are the final generation." where the rapture resurrection is going to take place. People have been waiting for this for 2,000 years yep. for this. And every one of them thinking that they were the generation, and then they passed on. But the thing is, they don't have what's going on right now in the world globally. That and I mean, true. we don't need to get into all that. But I told them, look, feel blessed that we are, just be happy that you're in this time yes. where that can happen at any moment now. Because you try to say this like 500 years ago, you're like, oh, okay, there's nothing that could go to the mark of the beast or anything that the Bible talks about. But that's all here now, okay? And on top of that, like I said, that seven-year cycle coming up. Now, if we get into like November, December, January, I'm going to be like, well, guys, <laughs> we got about your, your seven-year cycle can shift one year, can it? I sure hope it can, Kevin. <laughs> 
I hope it can. I mean, you'd be I like, okay, the start of the Shemitah cycle starts in yeah. 2023, not 2022. Because, I, right. no, listen, I, I, I make a little joke about that. But at the same time, I, I agree with you that the seven, that those seven years to be in a Shemitah cycle, since a, a, a Shemitah cycle is the seven, seven years, right? I mean, so it, may, it would make sense that the final week of Daniel's 70 weeks that were given to Israel to fulfill everything, basically, to, to, to basically, you know, get the culmination of it all, which ends with Jesus's second coming. I mean, that makes sense that it would be with like the start to the end of that seven year period. I mean, it just lines up. Right. The question is, though, is whether or not the Shemitah cycle of, the, the, of, the, of that seven years starts in 2022. And we won't know that until it gets to be that day um, because we could be raptured all the way up to that day. I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, th- there's, it doesn't, it doesn't say anywhere where the, where you have to be raptured prior, t- you know, or, or months or even days prior to the signing or the confirming of the covenant with many, right. Could be the same day. Here's, here's, here's something really to show you, you know, how the, uh, you, you said that, you know, what happened from 1938 to 1945? There was a dry run of the seven-year tribulation. That was within the beginning and the end of the Shemitah cycle. Okay, mm-hmm. World War II. Now, here's something interesting if you think about that. From 1937-38, right about there, 100 years later, and that is including the seven-year tribulation and the first seven years of the next Shemitah cycle after the tribulation is over, mm-hmm. which I predict for 2029, that will be around 2036. Yeah, that would be almost or actually at 100 years since the tribulation began back in 1937 mm-hmm. all the way to 2020, 2036. Mm-hmm. It's something to think about that, you know, as even 100 years right there. You know, it's also going to be 69 years since the Jerusalem Six Day War. So, mm-hmm. I and mean, by that's the way, interesting uh, number as well. And by the way, here, here's something really, really, really interesting I want to show you guys. Here. This might blow your mind here, but i got to show this to you. Here is the uh, blood moon. Can you guys see that? Yeah. Okay, see that blood moon right here? You probably can't see it. Yeah, we can see it. But, we can see but it. the one in the middle? Yeah. One in the middle? You can't see the time stamp on it. No. But the, the, the blood moon in the middle, that was when the blood moon was at a full blood moon. Yeah. You know what time that was? 11, 11, no standard time. Yeah, that's what I've been saying for like the past uh, past month or two. Was that the total the 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 total the time where it's the most total eclipsed was going to be eleven eleven, and then Joe said, and by the way, Pacific time that's nine eleven. Yeah, and here we are going to the eleventh cycle. I mean, don't get me started. I can sit here and go for it's a sign, right? Meaning of eleven judgment. Mm Hmm. The sign. Eleven, eleven. Wow. I did mean, you guys? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go here in a minute. But did you guys hear the? Uh, I was watching something with the Mirror Safari today about the uh, exercises that the Israelis are doing with their military called Chariots of Fire. We talked about this. I think we talked about this recently, but they're saying that they believe the Iranians are within. Uh, uh, six yes, so six two, weeks yeah. mm-hmm. 
very, very close to getting enough uh, uranium for an, uh, for an atomic bomb. So I mentioned that, what, so, like two, three weeks ago? They said they were yeah. about two, three weeks away from getting a nuclear weapon. That's what our our government said. And then, you know, but it was like years ago when Netanyahu was saying that they're six months away. Um, just a couple weeks ago, and they said they were two to three weeks away. Today I heard in a report they're two to three weeks away. Yeah. So, you know. I, I, I just wonder. I, I just I just wonder what you feel about that. It's going to happen sooner or later. Yeah. I mean, the, now St- Steve and I actually <laughs> – the iron sharpens iron sort of thing. We we disagree a little bit regarding uh, Jeremiah forty nine, um, and and just a little bit, yeah. But I I, I still re- I read in Jeremiah forty nine when it says that Elam is going to uh, be destroyed. Basically, is and, and Elam is the the southwestern portion. That's what you, you, the the nation of Elam basically was is the southwestern portion of what Iran is today. And now Steve pointed out, look, there are nuke facilities all over Iran, which is true. Um, but there's a huge one there in the, in the, uh, in the Southwestern called Bashir. And, um, and I read in that passage that Israel is going to destroy that, um, which in my opinion could, and this is just my opinion, could set off, and you can see how it could set off something bigger that could happen from that. Let's just say Israel does do a strike on that area of Iran. Do you think that Iran's going to say, oh, my goodness, that's terrible. Well, we can't do anything. Oh. Right. No, I think I agree that, with you, though, Kevin. I agree yeah. that something's going to trigger the Ezekiel 38 war. Now, I just well, don't believe that right. And how do we get there from there? So Iran obviously has a lot of proxies, right? They've got proxies uh, not only in the Gaza Strip. They've got them in Lebanon with Hezbollah. They've got them in Syria as well because actually Iran themselves are there in Syria. They also have proxies down in uh, Yemen. Um, But you get Lebanon, who reportedly has 150,000 to 200,000 missiles Mm-hmm. Uh, via Hezbollah that is pointed at Israel right now. In the Gaza Strip, you've got countless thousands and thousands of, of missiles there as well. Plus, you've got underground tunnels. You've got uh, all kinds of uh, bad stuff that go on there. And they also smuggle through uh, Egypt. Uh, Syria is just uh, a mess, obviously. I mean, it's a, you've got everybody and their mother who's, who's, who want, wants to kill somebody living there. Uh, and you've got Russia, who actually, by the way, this last week, it's a pretty big deal. Russia actually shot at an Israeli plane. And Steve, I don't know if you heard about that, but they used it for the first time ever. They used their S-300 missile defense to shoot at an Israeli plane. Missed and maybe on purpose missed, but the plane, I guess, was pretty, pretty far gone and they still shot anyway. But it was interesting that that happened. So you've got Syria who can attack. Let's just say Syria, Lebanon, and, uh, you know, Hezbollah and Gaza, they attack Israel. Do you think Israel's going to be like, oh, my goodness, oh, well, we can't do anything now about that. I guess we're just uh, cooked. No. If it comes from Syria, what do you think they're going to do to Syria? And what does Isaiah 17 say? That could absolutely escalate into something gigantic there. 
which could level Damascus. And if Damascus is leveled, then what do you think Iran and uh, Russia and Turkey are going to do? You think they're going to sit there and go, oh, well, we're cooked now, Damascus? No, of course not. I mean, this could absolutely turn into something like what what he's saying right there, ultimately get into like Ezekiel, uh, you know, the war. And then you've got the hook in the jaw, which comes and says, okay, that's it. We're going to take guys out. We're going to get all their plunder. We're going to get all their oil. Enough of this. Okay, so add to that. I can just say, I'm just saying like, this is a cascading effect that could occur. Mm-hmm. And it all stems from what you were talking about earlier, Robert, which is, Iran is on a breakaway path in order to get a nuke and threaten the very livelihood of Israelis. Yeah, I, I want to add to what you said there, Kevin. I don't know if you guys heard this. You know, Russia is in war with Ukraine, and because they've been losing a lot of troops, they actually took some troops out of Syria up to that conflict up there. And it says in Ezekiel 38 that Russia will come back down. Yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah. They're going to come back down. <laughs> mm, so I think that was interesting also. also. Yeah. But anyway, you guys, I'm going to, you know, I, I, I was going to see you, brother. Slowly. Yeah, it's good to be on here. And uh, I love you guys. And Thanks for coming on, brother. Up, we love you too. God bless and, you. And uh, talk to you next week. Huh? There was somebody in chat. Yeah, enjoyed. Um, there was somebody in chat that said Russia didn't do it. Okay, it was a Russian S-300 missile defense system, and they gave the authorization to do it. So as far as I'm concerned, that's Russian. Yeah, yeah. Every time that gets used, they have to have permission to use it. Yes, sir. And and, and that was a big deal because that, that had not happened before. So now you have deteriorating relations between Russia and Israel. Mm-hmm. Right, on t- right on cue, right? Right on track. Uh, and we know what Russia's, Russia's up to. I mean, they're... I mean, they obviously are, are, are have ideas of war and things like that, that now, granted, I mean, you, you could say, okay, well, they're provoked into it. Okay, fine. But the point is, is that there, there's still more provoking that's going on. You've got, you know, the, these countries that want to join NATO. I mean, uh, these, these things are, you can look at it both ways and go, look, you need to have defense against Russia, but at the same time, Russia's like, you guys are aligning against us on our borders. So, I mean, you know, like nothing is safe, but that's what this world is all about right now, right? You got it reminds me of last week of when I said, you know, I'm surprised that we haven't all blown each other up yeah. smithereens already. Restrained that just goes it. to show you God's hand is over us because, I mean, man would have just been, we would have just killed each other off. Right oh, at this yeah. Point. Yeah. yeah. This is insane. It's you true. Think about it. Because you got to, you got to, you do have to wonder, you got to go, you know, the only reason why we're still here is like the people who are in, ch- in charge of pushing those buttons are, are at the point where they're like, look, this is mass mutual destruction, right? Yeah. There is no winner. This is that war games thing you were talking about, Bob, last week, mm-hmm. which, by the way, what, isn't Tom Cruise, by the way. It's Matthew Broderick. But anyway. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, Matthew Broderick. Stand correct. Shall we play a game? So that, so ultimately they get into a battle of tic-tac-toe, right? And it's just like nobody wins. Nobody wins when you do that game. If, you, if everyone plays how they're supposed to play it, nobody wins. Well, if you play the nuke game the way you're supposed to play it, 
It's like somebody shoots off a nuke. Well, I'm not going to sit here and just take it. I'm going to shoot off a nuke. Well, if you're going to shoot off now, I'm going to shoot more. Okay. Well, then what happens? Nobody wins. Everybody dies. So it, it, it's it's kind of amazing how like <laughs> the ultimate uh, finale of that is everybody dies. You know. Right. And that's the reason why it hasn't happened yet. As, uh, I mean, I'm and I'm afraid to say this, but um, you know, that's what a lot of my dreams and visions that come into this channel here point at a massive nuclear war in the moment in the twinkling of an eye. This thing happens, and mm. it coincides with the rapture resurrection event. That's Very well, good. That's what I've seen. Mm. I've been in those. I've been in those about four or five different dreams I've had about uh, explosions going off around me when the rapture takes place. Okay, it's just on and on and on and on. So the fact that all these people are having these same dreams and visions that normally don't have these types of dreams and visions. And these people, some of them, when they send me their dream, they say, Bob, I never dream. And I never think about this stuff. But then I just had this dream out of Mm. nowhere. And, you know, or my son had this dream. Uh, Children had these dreams. Okay, and they don't know anything. My my own son has had these dreams when he was eight years old. Okay, so I mean, and the fact that the what did we say last week, Kevin? That the nuclear narrative it was taboo to say anything about oh, yeah. that a year ago. But now they're like, oh yeah, we got we got some calculations. How many people could die over here? How die over here? We can wipe out this many people in France within 120 seconds. You know, and all these kinds of crazy numbers now. And it's getting to the point where it seems like to them, it's like, you know, we got no other choice but just fry everybody. You know, it's amazing how it gets to that when you have a weak leader leading the free world, right? Right. I mean, it's it's like as soon as that happens, it's like the world recognizes, like, ah, weakness. I'm going to step into this Mm -hmm. with my eagle and be strong, basically, you know? Steve, what were you saying? I'm just saying it's all planned. It's all again. I'm not going to say the plans of men, maybe, but definitely the plans of Satan. Yeah, it's for America to fall. Satan gotta, is gotta, like all the pieces got to be put in place, and they're in place. Yeah. yeah, Satan's always looking for. He's seeking for someone, something to devour, isn't he? Yeah, he, and he, he just jumps on it. He he well, recognizes this guy who's in diapers. Who listens to the Easter Bunny and he's like, "That's it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, stake my claim here." Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact that you know, once again, we all talked about before where the United States, okay, it, it came around and it's had its run, but uh, you know, two thousand years ago, this was all wilderness here. Okay, end time Bible prophecy deals with the East completely with the East. And the fact that the United States and all the Western nations make up a third part of the Earth's crust, and there is a th- part, third part of the Earth's crust that gets destroyed during the first four trumpet judgments. I agree with so you. So what's that, what's that going to be, the Middle East? No, because you have all kinds. You got Jesus setting up his millennial reign, establishing that from there. Okay, but 2,000 years ago, when the tribulation would have taken place, but God put it on pause, Israel's prophetic timeline, the United States and the Western nations, all wilderness. And that's basically the way God's going to do it again. It's going to take it back to where it was 2,000 years ago, reset the earth, his own reset, which means 
we're, which means that you, the, the Western nations are going to be completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't even think people in the Western nations are even going to have a chance to face the mark of the beast because there won't be any infrastructure here. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I and thought it was the- interesting where you said that it was the one-third mm-hmm. of the crust. Yeah. Um, I thought that was – when you said that, that was the first time I actually ever thought about that and thought, huh, like one-third of the land mass is the Western Hemisphere, two-thirds is the Eastern Hemisphere. And I thought to myself, that's really interesting. And on top of all that, look at how we are in the West, all right? We, we're not all spiritual. We're not into gods. We're not into all this crazy stuff like they are in the East. They are heavily into gods, heavily into spirituality over there, heavily. Mm-hmm. Okay, they always make fun of us. You ever watch, like, those movies, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, the Americans going to cowboy Americans, they don't believe in nothing, and all of a sudden they get wiped up by a mummy or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, in, a, a Western culture is not a spiritual culture, but the Eastern culture extremely spiritual, extremely heavily into God-type worship over there. You got India over there. You got China over there. I mean, a lot more people. Crazy gods over there. Huh? A lot more people as well. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, but, our, our, our country still uh, sacrifices their babies. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, here's, here's, a, here's something to think about, too. Jesus said his return to be like the days of Noah and also the days of Lot. Do you think right now... Cong- United States Congress, uh, basically, well, I'll, I'm going to say it like it is, it's just, just a bunch of uh, prostitutes waiting for their next deal to sell out to. That's all we have in there now. And that's what that's what happened with Sodom and Gomorrah. They, you know, the pe- there are probably some good people there eventually at some point, but they all left. Why? Because their leadership went straight to hell. Okay? Well, you had nobody left in the country. I mean, nobody left in the city. But that's what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. Their leadership went straight to hell. What's happened to our leadership? The White House, our, that, that administration, our leadership went straight to hell. Corrupt. Okay. And now we have these cities that are pretty much almost like Sodom and Gomorrah type cities now. Crime. One city, two cities. But what happens though, Kevin? There's an exodus, isn't there? Yeah. And Lot and his family, they weren't Jews. They were Gentiles. Yeah, they got out. And they got up. They uh, an eight two angels. They were warned. They were warned. What's that? They were warned. And by the way, when they were warned, they were they weren't warned and said, "Well, you guys can hang out. You know, just just it's going to come. Don't don't just just relax." No, (laughs) it was like it's coming. You need to go. Right. And they had an angel. They had an angelic escort. They did. How about that? The angel. They just angels said the angels weren't calling out to them saying, "Hey." Get out of the city. They weren't doing that. No, they came to their house, personally, their door. Yeah. A bunch of weird people tried to track them down, going to want to hook up with them, all kinds of crazy stuff. That's and true. then they escorted them out supernaturally out of the city, an angel escort. And what could happen to the rapture resurrection? Possibly an angel escort. Very possible. Right? Taking you up to the clouds. Mm-hmm. See the parallels? I like sure. that. Idea. Yeah, cool. no, it's true. I mean, we, we're. We're living in a time where we're seeing these things happen. And this goes back to what you were saying before, which is be be thankful that you're living through, you know, this prophetic time where you can see the Bible and the things that it talked about that's going that were going that are going to happen. You can see those things starting to happen. Mm-hmm. And we have total corruption and we have crime and just rampant. We have just blatant lawlessness 
and the people who are supposed to uphold the law actually be lawless as well. Look at all those DAs. I mean, yeah. they're just letting people out and saying, you know, uh, oh, and they commit another crime and they just let them go again. There's one guy who was arrested like 26 times in 26 days. I mean, yeah, be, be tried, you try to give a, a homeless person a water bottle to throw away the book on you. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's what's come, come down to. Crazy. And that's and that's a Sodom and Gomorrah type thing too, right? Mm-hmm. Where the history says that in those cities, if somebody came passing through, well, the custom was to go rob them, mm-hmm. <laughs> was to go and just leave them penniless and, and 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 naked and laying in the street. That's how you welcome them to your city. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 this is the type of thing that um, you know that when you look at it, you just know that. When, like you said earlier, Greg, things are converging here. We are we are getting to a, a time frame where we it's not going to be able to go on much longer. It's not. Mm-hmm. And the Lord is going to have to come back. And there was somebody in chat who said, well, if World War Three strikes, and there, there's going to be a nuke on uh, on the on the United States and there's going to be 200 million people dead. Well, not if the rapture happens. <laughs> Those yeah. those two hundred million people, uh, you know, I would I would grant that maybe not all of them are going to get raptured, but there are going to be many, many, many people who are going to be raptured in the United States. Okay, but we will so, see those numbers once the once the tribulation starts. Yeah, that makes more sense. But I can tell you this: if God wanted to spare people from a nuke, He would take them out. He right. would actually take His people out. So. I don't believe at any time that that the United States is going to experience nukes that 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 kill 200 million people. Well, that's I don't a, see that happening. Well, a 200 million people dying, or that even 100 million, or even like a million dying in a short period of time, that's a type of narrative that takes place during the running of the four horsemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four horsemen are a narrative in the seven year tribulation. So you're not going to have nukes until. The seven year tribulation begins. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because the Bible says those horsemen, they take away, they take peace from the earth. And I have always said, if you launch one nuke on a civilian population today, that's going to take peace from the whole earth. Nobody's going to be at peace at this point because we know how that all works. Who's just saying that, Steve? If you launch one, they launch them all. Yeah. No, but it, you will take peace from the earth. You fire one of those nukes and it goes off. You will take peace from the earth when you do that, but that will actually be the job of one of the four horsemen during the seven-year tribulation. Sure, the red horse does there take peace from the There might be an exception to that, though. It's some people believe in Ezekiel 38 war that there will be mi- nuclear whis- missiles that fall on Israel, but God supernaturally protects them. Interesting. Yeah, the missiles probably just disintegrate. I mean, it does say they're going to be cleaning up for. They're going to. They're, they're going to, have to clean up for like what? Seven months. Seven years. Well, they're going to. They're, they're going to. They're going to burn the weapons for seven years, but yeah, the fallout, so. the cleanup is going to take seven months. I don't remember. Right? There is a cleanup, but I th- I don't remember how long that it's is. Cleanup, yeah. I think it's like six or seven months. So, and, uh, which is actually how long it would Russia. take in order to clean a new type of event that would occur. And yeah. by the way the leader of Russia actually dies in the Ezekiel 38 war and is buried down there. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
uh, it's interesting because we're, we are seeing the, this convergence happen and these, and these things are not far-fetched, right? I mean, you can't say, well, that, could, that can happen now. It actually could. I mean, that's, that's yeah. how close we've got to be, right? Because you can see these things lining up when, uh, when Bob mentions that they're talking with loose lips about nukes. I mean, well, peace taken from the earth is the red horse. How close are we? Well, think about it. When the earth, with everybody on earth versus Israel, when that happens, we're gone. What's Ezekiel 38? Everybody on earth versus Israel. Okay, I, you know, all the, all the major biblical wars. Everybody on earth versus Israel. Why? Hmm. Because that's the time of Jacob's trouble. Okay. Well, even Psalm 83 is like, we're going to go and craft a plan and wipe Israel off the map, right? And then the prayer is that, God, you're not going to allow that to happen, but you're going to actually utter destro- utterly destroy those people. Right. Well, That's- and he uses the Antichrist to, to protect Israel. So he's well, actually put the Antichrist part, yeah. in there to actually protect the land. That's the interesting part. Is that Jerusalem's not going to be nuked and destroyed because Antichrist is going to go into the temple and proclaim himself as God? But at the same time, God is using him to protect Israel. To protect Jerusalem. (laughs) Jerusalem. Yeah, Yeah. I think we talked about that before. God used God used the devil and the Antichrist to do all kinds of stuff for him. Remember, I said that the world needs to get used to the idea of a one-world savior concept, worship one person. Well, the Antichrist will do all the legwork to get everybody on board with that concept. That way, when Jesus shows up, hey, you guys are all trained? Great, I'm taking over. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just one. I mean, that's why the seventh tribulation has to happen. I know we don't want to see it coming, and I tell you what, the time that we're in, we're in right now, the pre-tribulation period, I don't, <clears throat> I don't know about you guys, but it seems like to me we're in it now. Beginning we're in the pre-tribulation period. Because it feels like we're on that cusp, right? world. Yeah. Absolute clown, clown world. Absolute hatred. I mean, what, 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 what evil is good and good is evil, what they call good is, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know that thing, that thing. You know, you know the thing. <laughs> is that a new quote but, there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? But what they call good evil when they call evil good. <laughs> no, I meant the thing, the thing. Yeah. You know the thing. You know the thing. <laughs> Come on, man! Oh, that's great. No, you're right. It is. It's, it's, it's flip flop from people, and the people lead. see that, right? And people are also going to see the Antichrist during the tribulation. They're going to see him go into the temple, defile the temple, and proclaim himself as God. And if you are actually a practicing Jew, you are not going to appreciate that one one iota. Correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to you're not going to be happy with somebody going into your temple and setting up the abomination of desolation and proclaiming himself as God, okay? If you're a practicing Jew, you are going to do one of two things. One, you're going to immediately try to fight and, 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 uh, and you're going to die in the process. Or you're, going to, or you're going to read what it says in the Bible to do and it says to immediately flee, Right? Mm-hmm. And that's why you're going to have this remnant who are probably going to be some of the most ardent Jews that there are. Because think about it, Steve, if you're just like a secular Jew and, you, and you're like somebody goes and proclaims himself as God in the temple, you're like, 
oh, that temple's divisive anyway. <laughs> I don't like that temple. That you're like, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're not really going to care much, are you? You're not going to go and and you're not, you're certainly not going to go read the word and say, well, hold on a second here. It says to flee to the mountains. You're not, you're not going to do that. But if you're like a practicing Jew, you're going to go and you're going to search scriptures and go, wait a minute. I, I know it's in there. I've heard this. And he's going to be like, wait a minute. It's Jesus said to flee and go into the mountains. Okay, wait a minute. So, I mean, first of all, that sets up the the end where it's like, I'm not going to return until my people Israel say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, right? So you're going to have that, that kind of like said, oh, Jesus told me to flee. I fled. I'm protected. Hmm, interesting. They're putting the things together, the pieces together at that point, aren't they? And they're like, how are we going to be able to have a Messiah at this point, right? I mean, because now the, the temple's defiled. They have no no records of lineage and gene- genealogy anyway anymore like they did in Jesus' time. So they can't track anything anymore. So, I mean, there are, they're already kind of up the, that creek right now where they're like, somebody comes and says they're, of this and that, what do you do? You know, they actually have DNA testing. They found Levites. Yeah, but that's Levites. I'm sorry, but the Messiah does not come from the Levite oh, yeah, tribe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and you also have to have multi, like Jesus had multiple lineages uh, as well. The lineage but, of David. Yeah, they don't know the lineage of David. Exactly, the lineage of David. He's got to come from the the tribe of Judah, doesn't he? Specifically, David. Specifically from from David as well, correct, and not just from David, but from David down through uh, through through all the other ones after that. So it's it's not there are other offshoots of David that that are not the the right one either. So I mean, listen, right. they don't the have any way to be able to figure that out. And then you get the Antichrist going in there and proclaim himself as God. I, I think they're going to be like. Our Messiah, and they're going to—they're ultimately, obviously, they're ultimately going to realize our Messiah came. Yeah, and it's by spiritual seed, and 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 yeah, I mean there is the genealogy, but that really is just to give us an understanding of of His love for Israel, right? Which He plans of bringing back. It does and and unto Him, and then you know how we as the Gentiles were brought into the mix. Uh, Graciously, Grafted thank you, in. Lord. You know, I mean, this is uh, you know God's plan from the very beginning. Yeah, thank but we you, like you know, like the Bible says, we once were who were without hope. You know, we were brought in, and and uh, we now have that hope, the the grace of of, uh, of God. That's amazing. I mean, it's really an amazing love story. It's and it's all happening as we speak. It's mm. it's all happening. And all this prophecy. There's no other. There's no other book. No other. Let's say, okay, quote unquote, a religious book out there that that actually has had prophetic um, events take place. Right. You're not going to find it. I mean, you're With just not going to find it. All that, yeah. You're not yeah. going to find it. It's only in in the in the in in the books uh, in the in the Bible. I don't want to say 66 books, you know, but, you know, as as it was put together. What about the Apocrypha? Yeah, don't what about the Apocrypha? the Apocrypha? Right, yeah, see, I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, you, you could tell I was kind of like walking on eggshells when I say that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a whole nother. That's why I had to mention it, because it used to be in the King James Bible, by the way. <laughs> right. 
You know, what I think is interesting is, you know how much Israel loved Trump, right? I mean, they, they made a coin after him. They, they, they streets, named a train after him, all kinds of stuff. And what for what he did, just imagine how much they're going to love the Antichrist. When this man shows up and says, yeah, you can go ahead and build your temple. Oh, man, they're going to love him. Yeah. But they're not going to look, but 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 they're not going to love him after he proclaims himself as God. Yeah, for three years, they'll, they'll <laughs> that's, love him that's the line years. we have to draw. <laughs> you you're you're going to give us the uh, the ability to to build the temple and this and that. Great, we love you. I'm God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> that's where we draw the line. And Steve, actually, you believe that Israel is going to be a gigantic presence in the uh, during the millennium. Yeah, they'll be the center of the world because Jesus will be there. Jesus mm. will be reigning in Jerusalem. Mm. Mm-hmm. Israel will be the center of the thousand-year reign of Christ. Amazing. That's, right. that's a literal reign, folks, for those who don't understand or are coming those in. Those all millennialists. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a physical We're, we're already reign. in the millennium, though, Greg. Don't you know? We've, already, we've been yeah, in the millennium. I mean, he's, for... Yes, he is reigning now, too. Yes, absolutely. But he he's still around. He's still doing his stuff. Thousand the nations will have to come and worship him. Physically, yes. literally. Yeah. Or else. And if they don't, what happens, Steve? No rain. No rain. Yeah. You can't give a warning about that. that. You don't have rain, right? Yeah, and, then, ever, and then there's a second warning. They, they, they get a first warning, no rain. And then if they still disobey, it says they won't live past a hundred. Wow. So they get they get one one warning, no rain. You, then you still don't show up. A hundred years, you're dead. Wow. wow. Everybody else. You, know, you guys ever wondered about that? Those, <laughs> those nations that don't show up are they just referring to their leadership? Because you know the rain falls on if there's no rain coming to your nation that's for everybody yeah so if you have a lot of people our believers going there but your leadership doesn't you're in trouble you know what i'm saying because i think why why would you punish like if your entire nation goes but your leadership's against jesus but your leadership's won't won't go there and worship in there in the feast days so that means even though you're going there personally your leadership won't, so your nation won't have any rain. You ever think about that? Well, yeah, yeah maybe. Go ahead, Steve. The scripture gives them an option because it says, was it, is it in Ezekiel or Jeremiah where they talk about the building of the city? That there's mm-hmm. actually an inheritance for the Gentiles. So if they're fed up with the unbelievers in their country, there's that's a place for right. them actually in Jerusalem for the Gentiles to live. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say, maybe those people <laughs> who are not happy with their leadership, they go and apply for amnesty <laughs> and, 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 and and they do it legally. <laughs> so, I mean, they have a caravan, but it's like we're on our way to go to this legal area, which is set aside for those Gentiles and those nations who are not pleased with their leadership. It, yeah. That could absolutely happen. And, Bob, we are also going to be ruling and reigning along with them. So if it's your country that doesn't get rain, Bob, you know, I'm, I'm going to have a discussion with you about that. Um, <laughs> and we're, we're going to have a talk. But, but, um, you, but also, you're also going to be immortal. So you might just be able to help, the, you know, those people, uh, you know, get out of that, uh, that area. Because uh, it's going to be interesting, like, ruling and reigning. And yet there may be some nations that – disobey 
then, uh, you know, then obviously we look at people are still going to have free will. Okay. Just because we're immortal uh, doesn't mean that we get to control their minds and control their actions. We don't do that. I mean, God, we're, we're, we're sons of God at that point, right? I mean, we are literal sons of God. We are immortal, but we also don't, uh, you know, control people's will. So all we can do is be just rulers, uh, but there will be people uh, during the millennium even that are going to, to disobey. And of course, at the end of the millennium, and I always thought this was very interesting, the end of the millennium, Satan's loosed a little while, deceives the nations. And I'm I, I, Steve kind of, t- and I talked about this, and I have that same question, which is, are we removed at some point? You know, are we removed from, from that, that leadership area? Because, I mean, obviously, God, they, they all surround Jerusalem, and then God just, you know, devours them with fire. I can't imagine that we're standing in the midst of those people and, and, and you know, t- trying to convince them this is not the way to go. You know, I think we might have an answer in Revelation 20, verse nine. Can you bring that up, Craig? Sure. All right. Twenty verse nine. One moment. Yeah, it seems like to me that they are turning against Jesus throughout the thousand years. But it's Satan that's loose for a short period of time where he rallies them. And yeah. has them actually attack Jerusalem. He yeah, they're, 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 they're motoring they on their breasts out there, but yeah. Exactly. It, it feels like he's de- he deceives them uh, to believe that they can actually go and win. Yeah. See, verse 9, we see it says, And they went up on the breadth. This is those who are coming against Israel. They went up on the breadth of the earth. They, encom- they compassed the camp of the saints about and the beloved city, and the fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. So it appears to me, when we look at this verse, all those who worship Jesus are right there around Jerusalem, the camp mm-hmm. of the saints. So we might be right there. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, what I what I meant was not with the people who are going to attack that we've yeah. been removed from that from from the, from from basically those people and and yeah. those countries. When they've decided to go, we're now, you know, part of the, in, you know, the city yep. and the encompassing area of it. The people and in, of in course, our that is protected, are, right? So that doesn't get devoured, yeah. but everything else does. It Remember. looks like the people in our cities who do choose God are all leaving towards Jerusalem. So maybe that's why we have to leave, too, because everyone who's serving God in our cities that we're ruling are going to Jerusalem. Like they're right. giving up hope in their country. So we, you know, love that. All right, those people are on their own. I'm out of here too, you know, and then we just leave. And you know what's interesting about this is like right after this is the, isn't it the great white throne? Because soon uh, after, it's like very soon after, there's not much that happens between that and, uh, yeah. you know, this and that. It's like mm-hmm. that, that's yeah. not much of a battle either when you think about it. It's like they come, they're going to go, and then God's like, no, you don't. And then like, Click click on read full chapter because I want to see what's in, in in ten because I think if I recall correctly it just like goes pretty much uh, and the devil's cast in the lake of fire and then verse eleven the great white throne I mean it's just like it's pretty much I mean it's like okay God sends the fire to devour and it's like okay Satan lake of fire you know and buddy you know the the false prophet and the beast are already there. And then 
great white throne, open the books. We're going to, we're going to, we're basically going to culminate this. This is the end of that. We're going to put the end to sin for all time. And we're going to do away with death and Hades and put that in the lake of fire. And then we're going to go ahead and, and have eternity. Um, so that's like pretty much the last thing that happens uh, because right after that, he creates a new heaven and a new earth, right? Yeah. You know, here's, a, so here's something right. interesting for you. Read, read this right here. It says, and I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. It wasn't destroyed. It fled away. And there was found no place for them. Wow. You know, I wonder, and just speculating here, does the earth and the heaven that fled away get converted into the lake of fire? Well, then again, no, the false prophet and the Antichrist is in the lake of fire at that point. Yeah, it uh, seems like mind. they just yeah. go away. And that, just fled, fled away. Well, I mean, this thing is like, is like this great white throne and all these people and all these books are neither in heaven nor in earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we've got a great white throne with him and, and him that sat on it, and then earth and heaven flee, flee away, and all you've got left is this area, which is the great white throne area. It's like it's like the, it's like the super super cosmic reset. Yeah, that's what's happening. You know, here's one thing: going back to the uh, all the the uh, the all the people that are going to, to encompass the encompass Jerusalem, the camp. You know, we're going to be looking forward to that. When they actually come, we're all going to be sitting there like, oh, here they come, here they come. You know, we know right. exactly what's going to happen. Yes. You know, and it's so funny because, you know, will the Bible be around for any of them to read it? You know, this guy is trying to rally everybody. Hey, we need to go to Jerusalem. Those people think they're up there. They're special. They're better than you. We can go take it over. We can rule the world. But there's some guys holding the Bible. Like, hey, but it says right here, when we go to attack them, fire will come down from heaven and destroy us. Right. You know, but you know, we know it's going to happen. And I'm just I'm just saying when that when that day comes, mm-hmm. I want all of us to be sitting right here in a row with some popcorn. Okay. We probably won't even need to heat it up, but just put the pop the corn up, fire comes down, heats the oh. corn up. <laughs> just like the Satanists now. Satan Satan is Satanists, those who worship Satan now know the Bible, but they think Satan is gonna overthrow Jesus. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm out of here. Thanks for letting me be here. Thanks, God Steve. bless you all. Bye bye. God bless you. Thanks yeah. for coming on. Exactly. I mean that the the they they think that the the Bible got it wrong there at the end they 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 got a lot of things right but you know what they just really messed up the end Bob uh, Satan Satan actually wins uh, this is propaganda this is you know Jesus propaganda here um, just trying to deceive people into believing that they actually going to win in the end it's not going to happen Satan so, yeah right uh, but he's deceived yeah. himself hasn't he prophesy yeah Pro- it, that's prophecy exactly so no, we can prophesy we can prophesy the word because we know it's already prophesied god is faithful and true okay he is not going to break his promises he can't break his word it's just not it's not possible he, it's he, not possible he is, it's not even possible but satan is going to try to deceive you into believing that it is possible because he's deceived himself into believing that as well and, you know, some people will say, well, doesn't it say in Scripture that, you know, with God, all things are possible? Well, yeah, but you know, don't take it out of context here. Right. Uh, you know, it, 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 
everything is possible, but is it permissible? He doesn't, he doesn't talk about that. That's right. Yeah, right? of course, because God is in control. He, he has to allow things. But he can't happen. go against his word. He's not going to go against his word. No, he can't. That's not, it's, it's not possible. That's, that, not that's the possible. interesting part because we as, as humans, we can go against our word. I mean, we might have faced repercussions and consequences, but God actually can't go against his word. He can't. He, he, he's not able to. He no. said, well, all things are possible. So God's able and you to say why? And you say, why is that? Because he's a just God. Because he's just, right? Mm-hmm. He's just. Amen. I mean, you could say, oh, all things are possible, so he could do that. Well, you as a human, sure, you could think that way and say, yeah, you could do that. You could go against your word. But God can't even consider that. God can't even, it's not possible for him to do that. And therefore, right. it's, 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 not, it, it's not even in the cards. So you say, it's not, it's not, it's, so it's possible and it's not impossible. Well, what if it's not, uh, not available? <laughs> then it becomes yeah. neither possible nor impossible. It's not there to begin with. And that's the point yeah. is that God doesn't have even have that have that ability to do that because that is not his character. That's not, not his character. Right. It'd be like me walking outside. And, I'm going to fly to work now. Yeah. You know, I can't do it. It's just not possible for me. So it's not possible for God to do something like that. Either. He can't lie. Well, it's now, possible. He can. It's possible. Mm-hmm. He can because the scriptures say all things are possible. But is it permissible? It's not something that he's going to do because it goes against his character, like Kevin was saying. Right. So that makes sense. Yeah. So, yes. Is it possible that Bob can fly if God allows it? Sure. But is he? No. My, my, my <laughs> At least point, not yet. Right. And my, <laughs> not, not yet. yet. Not yet, but he will. But but my, my, my point is that like humans try to use this argument and put it into a human context, you see? Mm-hmm. And, so, and so they consider things that could or could not be possible, but it's impossible. For God to lie. Well, I thought all things were possible. Well, you're putting it into a human context where you know that you could make that decision to do that. Well, God, God's not able to make that decision to do that because it's it's not in his character. He can't choose and say, I'm going to lie about this. It doesn't even come in because it's not part of him. Mm-hmm. That's what Satan is, you see. That's what Satan yeah. is. And and Satan is, has, has, has fallen away from that. And he's deceived himself into believing that he's going to get the upper hand. So he always tries, right? He's tried out throughout history to try to stop God's plan. And he keeps on getting thwarted. And as Bob, you said earlier, God uses Satan in those things to do good. Just like when Joseph was taken as a slave, right? He said, you guys, and and, and basically either evil, tried to do this for bad, but God made it for good. And so that he was able to help out all those people through the famine because he was in leadership position and he saw it and he was able to manage it properly, right? And he was able to store it up. And then when the famine came, he was able to help out his family. And if he wasn't there, that wouldn't have been able to happen. Mm Mm-hmm. Speaking of helping out people, do you have some questions we want to go through? So we got like 20 minutes left. Oh, there you are already on it. It is, it is impossible. Where, I can't read it now. That wasn't even a question. That was a statement. True I'm statement. 
It is impossible well, got, for God to, to sin at all. Well, I got some questions here from Chester. And I know I haven't been getting to his questions the last few weeks, so I might as well go through them real quick while Greg is pulling some up. He says here, will you be replacing time, a time frame for 2017-2024 to 2022-2029? to I've already been doing time frames on 2022 to 2029 with the Shemitah cycles. But I see what you're saying, though. Yes, I will actually be doing uh, something dealing with the 2022 to 2029 uh, celestial signs. I'll be doing a video about that pretty soon again. Uh, He says, will Russia completely invade Ukraine? Uh, More than likely, is the Republican Party going to have some agenda like the Democrat Party if elected in midterms? (laughs) More than likely... Uh, will September 27th be Daniel's 70th week? More than likely. And will the stock market crash? Will the stock market crash because complete shutdown already crashed last week? And will inflation get so high to cause empty store shelves famine in America? It's already happening. Not completely yet. And I found out there is a building. They're building a third temple in Israel. So is the Antichrist going to rule seven years or are we first? Or are we in the first three and a half years of the seventh tribulation? Well, nothing's been built yet. So nothing's been built yet, and the man of sin has not yet been revealed because the hand restrainer has not been revealed. There's also no confirming of a covenant with many for one week yet. Yeah, so there's no covenant either. So no tribulation, no third temple. Because let's face it, they need to to get that covenant with many done. No witnesses. That's only going to happen unless there's a big, huge war. Right, Kevin? Yeah, they got to get this fighting out of their system before they, they do because they need to say peace and safety, don't they? Yeah, they can't. They're not saying it right now, are they? <laughs> no. no, it's tough to say peace and safety right now. No, they're, they're not saying it. You know, and they could try to say it. They, they try do, to do say it, it though. They just say it, but nobody feels it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody feels it in their heart. No, so that's not going to happen until every after year all these at the biblical U- wars take place. Right. They say it every year at the UN. It's like you know, yeah. like. Their tagline is, it seems like almost every year. I know it was in 2017 that was interesting. It was peace and safety, but peace and security, peace and safety. But, uh, you know, they, they do say it, but, I mean, no one's believing it right now, right? They, they, they want peace and safety, but that sounds like when they're saying that, that, that they actually feel it, right? That there's like, okay, peace and safety, peace and safety. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, and then sudden destruction comes on them. So sudden destruction, like destruction's not happening right then when they're saying it. Otherwise, how can sudden destruction come on destruction? <laughs> right? So they're saying peace and safety. So when they say peace and safety, sudden destruction will come upon them like labor pains on a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they have to get this out of their system right now. And um, this, this past blood moon, I think it's a marker. That they're about, we're about to see the Ezekiel 38, the Psalm 83 war, Isaiah 17 war. I think so too. Um, I think uh, we're going to see these wars come to pass now. I always and, thought that too. And I mean, the, the moon's at 11 11, chaos, chaos. That's a double confirmation chaos, chaos, and judgment, unrepentance, double confirmation, blood moon. Going into the 11th. Yeah, and this is the last blood moon until the next Shemitah cycle begins. That's mm-hmm. right. That's a good point. Is that the fact that the that the blood moon comes at eleven eleven, and that the eleventh seven year cycle is coming up 
uh, starting uh, in September. Yep. That's you interesting. Can't make this stuff up, man. You cannot make this stuff up. It's too perfect. It's, it's too it's, perfect. I mean, think of this, Bob. We have less than four and a half months until 927. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that close? And, and my money right now, I, I, I'm me personally, I mean, heads up around Pentecost. Yeah. Heads up around Pentecost. I mean, it's like uh, June 4th, right? 5th and 6th. Yeah. I had to check and make sure on that. But, um, yeah, heads up on that. I mean, at that point, I'll be looking at, I mean, it, it, it could come down to within days. You know, it's like, what? Well, how's that going to work? Pentecost shows up, and then we wait seven days. You know, I, I'll just be looking at that point. Now, if we get into July, middle of July, then it's kind of like anybody's ball game at that point. <laughs> you know? That's right. It's just like, wow, we are really – Really flying in the dark here. Then we're on the road. We're on the road to 2032 at that point. Yeah, we're really flying in the dark now. But uh, I mean, look what's happening right now all around the world. I mean, the 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 fact that America is being dissolved and is being dissolved quickly, extremely quickly. You know. And it just goes down the tubes and to the point where it's going to get a lot worse here after the rapture resurrection. It's going to decay all the way down to a point where this won't even be. It basically during the tribulation, you know, what's going to happen to America. It's going to become Venezuela. Hmm. I believe it. I totally believe it. Venezuela was a, was a, was a test run. Yeah. What they're going to do in America and everything they're doing here. They did it in Venezuela. Well, they do a lot of it under the guise of protecting the environment, right? I mean, so we have yeah. we have to take over and control these uh, energy companies because they're killing the climate, they're killing the planet, you know, and they've indoctrinated enough people at this point who actually believe it, um, and they're worshiping the creation rather than the creator. The creator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's interesting, but Bob, some of those questions you answered, I mean, are you know. Is inflation going to get so bad that you're not going to be able to do this? Yeah. I mean, the Bible says that people are going to be paying a day's wage for a loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. So inflation is going to get way worse than what it is now. And the Lord also showed me, too, when they crashed the crypto markets, uh, Terra Luna, for example, based on the U.S. dollar. This mm-hmm. thing was at 100 bucks like a week ago. Mm-hmm. This thing went down from $100 down to... Not just one penny, not just a tenth of a penny. Five zeros. Ten, yes, five zeros. How, how do you even say that? Five zeros one is one zero 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 five. One 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 hundred thousandth of a dollar. Yeah. And within about seven days or five days, and that's based on the US dollar. All your all your 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 securities, all your you know, things that are supposed to be secured. That's why they're called stable coins. They're stable. Right. Okay. I've done that where I traded in and out of that stuff where I hold money in those stable coins. Okay. Yeah. Thank God it wasn't in that one. Right. My God. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the difference with that one is that it's it was it was tightly locked. We'll say just for other mm-hmm. for, for like layman's and, purposes. And tightly not very locked, stable. Tightly locked. Right. To uh, to wrap Luna, and mm-hmm. uh, Luna uh, just just tumble. I mean, Luna just went down. To no, I mean, literally nothing. Let's be honest. I mean, that's kind of what you're saying is that the Luna coin just went down to nothing, and then it took your that stable coin along with it, the Terra, right. 
Yeah. And and both of those things, but just goes to show you that 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 even though they said that's set up to like be solid, like this this stable coin is supposed to be a dollar. It is never supposed to go down below a dollar for a unit. And it like and it dropped down to what ten cents the the stable coin did. I mean it loses ninety percent of the value, but the but the actual coin it was linked to lost, like you said, it went from a hundred dollars to one one hundred thousandth of a dollar. Could That's could that even be predictive programming? Could that be a precursor to what's going to happen to the actual U.S. dollar? Well, yeah, I think that's what I'm trying to say is uh, that is what's coming abroad. Mm-hmm. Abroad. Here's yeah. here's here's my prediction, and even Joe Biden's already said it. We're, we're going to bring out the Fed coin this year, and everybody's going to love it. Right. <laughs> you know, and basically what they're going to do is everything that you own, I all your cash, all your crypto. Has to be converted into this Fed coin, and they're going to give you ten cents on the dollar. Oh yeah, if that. If you own a million dollars in Bitcoin, ten cents on the dollar. When they said that you're going to own nothing and like it, they meant it. Oh yeah. So the the the, the Fed the the big the, I think the cryptocurrency is just getting everybody used to the concept of a digital currency. Digital currency, right? But then it's just a training program. Now you're going to have the real deal come in. Okay. And 90% of the world's, 90% of the countries are on board now with a global digital currency. Okay. Whether it be the Fed coin or not, I don't know. But the fact is they're going to it this year. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, what well, they're saying uh, December or, or November. And when they say that, it's more like if it's bad for you, then it's going to be like August. <laughs> All right. When they do something that's going to be good for you, then it's going to be like two years away. They say it'll be this September, it'll be two years away. But if it's bad for you, they say it's going to be September, then it's going to be like next month. So that's just the way our government works. Well, it's happening quick. It's happening very quick. Mm-hmm. Very quick. So even if uh, so you got money in the bank, um, you know, there's just no way to escape this. You can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. You're just You just can't get away from what's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody that thinks that they could ride this tribulation out, yeah. you, you you can't even hide in the woods, Kevin. Because yeah, you're trying no, to hide no, in the is... woods, they're going to send a drone with heat signatures, pick up your heat signature, and shoot you in the head. It's not going to be easy. I mean, you, you the Bible already says that, and we've read this verse many times, Greg, the, the Antichrist given power to overcome the saints. Mm-hmm. Revelation 13. So mm-hmm. you, do, you do not want to bank on on getting getting through the tribulation uh no. there will be people who, who who get through the tribulation and there's going to be a, a, a you know fairly decent sized remnant of israel but um you know don't bank on that that's yeah that is that's not where you want to put your money just like you don't want to put it in wrapped luna right well the fact is even if you are good <laughs> enough to avoid the government and set yourself up in the woods and you know set up your solar panels what about one of the the bad yeah. stuff's coming down. <laughs> yeah. What about the seven trumpets? What are you going to do about that? Yeah. <laughs> What's your plan for the seven trumpets? What are you going to drink when the uh, river's blood? Yeah. <laughs> what, Don't what tell are you me you're hiding on the ground either because the earth's going to quake and shake. It's going to rip that thing apart too. What are you, what are you going to eat when all the, gra- the grass is burned up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't eat grass. Yeah. You're going to have to yeah, go to bark. 
Uh, are we done with Chester? Chester's questions. You know what? Yeah, bark, yeah, you, bark with no water. That's that's not a good thing, Bob. It's like, what are you eating for dinner? Bark. What are you drinking? Well, River's blood. Mm-hmm. So, don't really have anything to drink. I got to eat this bark, though. Eat this bark. A lot of fiber. <laughs> it's a lot of fiber, but I got nothing to wash it down with. <laughs> How horrible it's going to be, but no, you know, everybody no, listening no. right now. Our departure's coming up, guys, and let me remind you that there's a time coming. That, that trumpet blast is going to go off, and it's going to happen. It's really, really, really going to happen. Everything else is happening that the Bible talks about. It's all happening right before our eyes right now. So why should the rapture, resurrection, talked about in 1 Corinthians 15, 51-55 be any different? Or 1 Thessalonians 4, 16, 17. Why should that be any different? Or any other verses throughout the Bible that, that deals with the rapture resurrection event. Why would any of that be different? That's okay. why it says pray that you are worthy to escape all these things. It doesn't say pray that you're going to be able to prep and get through these things. It says pray that you're worthy to escape. Escape, that's the word. Right. Oh, you're just trying yeah. to escape. <laughs> uh, well, wouldn't you? I mean, this, this is what's coming upon the earth. Who wants to go through that? Who wants to willingly go, go through that, Bob? Nobody. But the no. thing is, this is how God and, 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 and people, you just got to understand this. This is how God closes out the operation of the, the age of grace. Remember I talked about that last week in Colossians 2.12. says, well, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are also risen with him to the faith of the operation of God, all right? The operation, the, the supernatural process that brings your spirit to life, seals it to the day of redemption, Ephesians 4.30, and then going forward with your body at the end of the age of grace, we all get a corporate birthday together all at once. We receive the gift of a resurrected body and a uh, mortal can change the immortality body mm. as well, as I just outlined in those previous verses. That's a that first Corinthians fifteen, such a great chapter. I mean, mm. if you really want to pick me up, that's that's the chapter you read, right? You're just like, it's so beautiful. Starts off with the gospel, right, and it goes mm-hmm. all the way through to all these cool stories about things, and then it ends up with mm-hmm. just like you're going to be changed. You're going to be changed in a blink of an eye. You're going to be changed. You're going to put off the immor- the immortal, and you're going to put on immortality. Oh, right. I mean, yeah. amazing. All right. Well, we have about or under just under ten minutes for questions. So I'm going to get to Stephen Hickey. Had a question for us last week. Rapid fire been, questions. Doom, doom. <laughs> he's been wanting us to get to this one. Um, okay, this one came through Facebook. All right. So, question: Which uh, of the Gentiles, is it true that the Gentiles saved in the millennium or the tribulation will ha- live on other planets and repopulate them endlessly, according to a King James uh, Version video pastor by the name of Gene Kim? All right. He said that Gentiles saved in the tribulation and millennium will endlessly populate the universe. Um, uh, I, you know, listen, no. yeah, I... I I don't know about that. I mean, I don't see anything in scripture to really back that up specifically in that regard to right. interplanetary, um, you know, 
interplanetary theory. Yeah, because um, those people are going to be mortal people. They're not going to be celestial beings like we will be, where we can travel to other planets and won't affect us. Verse, you're, these are mortal people multiplying here on the Earth. The only place to live right now that's where, where the atmosphere is conducive for them to live and breathe is Earth. So nobody's leaving. Well, no mortals are leaving this planet during the millennial reign. Everybody stays here on Earth. Nobody's going to another planet. If anybody's going to another planet, it's going to be somebody in the body of Christ, somebody who's a, an immortal celestial being. Okay. But mortals, no, everybody stays here. This is why we're talking about there are sheep nations and goat nations. Okay. Your goat nations are a bunch of people. They're obviously Gentiles. They're not Jews. Okay. And they are being rebellious. If you know you're, if you're being that rebellious, okay, if you hate it so much on this planet, then why don't they leave and go to another planet if that option is there for them? Because they can't. So that's why they stay here and rebel against Jesus. Don't come up for the feast days where they end up not seeing any rain. Are we sure that Gene Kim actually said that? I'm not sure. Channel. He apparently uh, Steve did send me a link to the website. Uh, let's it see. Sounds it, I mean, it's an interesting thought. Listen, the, it's, it's kind of got like some connection to, to Mormons there. You know, like the Mormons believe that they're that they're going to like set up their own planet and like be the god of that planet. Like some Mormons believe that. Um, it's it just, it seems, I mean, listen, all, is this, is this the, the, the clip where he says this? This apparently is the clip where he talks about it. Um, planet kingdoms will populate endlessly. Okay, so apparently he brought this up at some point. Well, okay, but l listen, it, it, it's a little different than being like, I, I have to admit, it's different than being like a god of a planet and that you're seeding a planet and that they worship you and this and that. That's that's what some sects of Mormonism believe. It, if he's just talking about, look, this is what I'm speculating on. When the Bible says that we can't imagine, you know, what, what actually is going to be, it's going to be like in, during eternity and whatever. He's speculating that God create a new heaven and a new earth and that people will populate the entire expanse of that universe. Uh, so, I, I mean, you know, I, I don't I don't think you can say the Bible says, no, that's not going to happen. And I don't think that you could say the Bible says that it is going to happen. But what we do know is that we're not going to be God. Of planets, okay. You're not going to seed a planet and then become the god of that. God, there's only one god. There's only one true god. Okay. Yeah, and and that one true god always focuses on Earth, uh, as you know, that's his footstool. Right. In addition, there's as only one New Jerusalem. Right. There's only new, one New Jerusalem. New Jerusalem yeah. comes and, and descends down upon the New Earth. That's right. Yes. That's where God is going to ab abide. Right there in New mm -hmm. Jerusalem. That's right. It's on Earth. Yep. So, so now there's really no mention. That we can't go explore and things like that. I, of course, we will. I, I, come on, God's going. Okay, well, hold on. You can't only stay to this area 
I've made all this. And you're like, wow, this is great, God. I, I can, uh, and you're like, you told me that I, I couldn't imagine the things that you're going to have. And he's going to be like, oh, well, you know, this is what it is. No, come on. We know that there's going to be just amazing things. Whether that means that people are going to be populating other planets and stuff like that seems a bit far-fetched, but you never know. I mean, but we do know is that we're not going to be gods of those planets. That's that's the big difference. Mm-hmm. And, when, my, and, and my, my only thing it maybe would be uh, it would not be human beings populating these planets, but maybe some types of animals populating the planets. Maybe. Sure. Because animals don't sin. They're not, they're not, they don't apply to this stuff, but they can populate. (laughs) So maybe, you know, that's about, that's about all I could say because after, after the white throne judgment, okay, you're not going to have the, the the Bible says, I saw all the dead. That's what the Bible says. I saw all the, all the dead at the white throne judgment. Okay, and then when the Bible, Jesus said, "When we're resurrected, we're like the angels; we don't give in marriage." Okay, yeah. so when when does that change? Hmm. Okay, yeah. So there's no populating for mortal beings. It doesn't seem like that at that point because you 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 yeah you don't have they're like the angels. It's not like that. So that 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 was said by Jesus. So yeah, um, th- that was the reason for that, and that's why I have not seen. I have not seen this video i can't comment on it so it was a question from steven uh i don't think you you guys have not seen the video so we really can't say one way or the other whether he was actually saying that or if steven took this out of context uh i i posted it there so you know gene uh, Gene kim has uh posted that so you can take a look for yourself do your own research do your own research i'm not going to put god in a box and i'm not going to put anything that he he's he's willing to do in a box so um you know does the bible mention it he no it it mentions this and so we have no idea in some respects of what what those things are but you know i can tell you this my god is a gigantic god and if he wants to build uh, a universe that's so expansive that you can never reach the end of it, and that he has all these different uh, biomes and stuff like that that he's created, and Bob with different weird animals that we've never seen before and things like that. And he says that a human could go live there. I'm not going to tell him, wait a minute, that's not right. <laughs> I can tell you that. So uh, my, my God is, is going to be is, is amazing. And He's the same as your God and, and Bob's God. So we are, we're, we're in store for some amazing things. In the, in Amen. The Amen. So one last question. I think we can answer this one pretty quickly. How, do you guys do you think th- we're close? How do you Don't think we're close? Me, I'll give you an I, hour I, I think you're saying that are we are asking, are we close to the rapture? Are we close to yeah, that's, yeah, we're close all to of this. this happening? Yeah. I think we can all say Yes. <laughs> Very yeah, close. We're at the, I'm at wondering the door. if Pal thinks we're close because we've said a, a lot that we we feel like, and Bob, you just said it today. You feel like like you're in the pre-tribulation. Is like mm-hmm. this is the like lines are getting blurred between these these uh, dispensations, basically. If we want to call them that, right? Mm-hmm. Between these t- time frames, these set time frames of things. And we're getting right. so close because we can see things starting to ramp up just like it said that it would. And are we going to all of a sudden come back from this down into, you know, peace land for the next 
50, 100,000 years. Doesn't, it doesn't yeah. seem like it. It seems like this is all coming to a head. Right. Yeah, we're not going to see a we're not going to see a big renaissance happen again. There is no Calvary coming for this nation. All right, it's um, it's uh, and plus you know, we could get into the fig tree generation. You know, we can do all that stuff too. But it, it seems like all my research is pointing to the fact that it looks like to me that the road is out ahead. The bridge is out in September. The bridge is out. We've, we've run out of real estate to drive on here. So what does that mean? Either something something really big has happened, and folks, let's not forget about the fact that the Nephilim fallen angels have upped their presence here around us now, about 6,000%. I mean, alien life on our planet is flooding all my social media stuff and all the news platforms now. They're claiming they got life on uh, aliens living on uh, uh, Jupiter's moons, all this stuff now. <laughs> and they're claiming about all this. All They need to do an investigation in the Mars of people living on Mars now. Come on, we can't, we can't hold this up for another 100 years. Oh, by the way, talk about earthquakes in diverse places. This last week, they reported there was a 5.0 Mars quake. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I thought that was interesting that they said that the now some people will say there's no such thing as as Mars as a as a place where you can land and there's no there's no it's all CGI and there's no rover that's there okay they can they can go and believe that and then there's like the real world where you know we have explored those things and there's like this probe that's there and it experienced a Mars quake and it was no. 5.0. That talk about quakes in diverse places. Exactly, man. <laughs> That's a very diverse place. <laughs> and the fact that uh, I, I like to watch the Dave Hodges show, uh, Common Sense show, and he said that his father knew about all the stuff, these things on Mars, stuff like that. But I guess it's not true. Okay, but the government did threaten him. They said he could not say anything about it until after his mother passed mm-hmm. because. If he did say anything, that she would lose all the pension that his father received. Okay, so he had so the government threatened him to keep his mouth shut, and then after his mother passed, he was able to start talking about that stuff. So if it's not true, why was the government threatening him to right. keep his mouth shut? I mean, over nothing. I mean, why? Yeah, why? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the fact so, that the you know the UFO hearings happened in Congress, or there were congressional UFO hearings. Uh, I think that was today. I mean, this stuff keeps ramping up and keeps coming out into the media more and more and more and more. Yeah, but you know, so, once again, you know, it's if you saw any of it, Greg, and I, I, I heard a few clips here and there. <laughs> it's like some some great revelation about things that happened today. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah, it it doesn't have to be. The the point yeah. is, they're trying to. It's a trickle uh, feed. Yeah, it's trying to get people. Warmed up to this a little bit. Yes. More, okay. Desensitization. That's what they're doing. Right. That's exactly what they're doing. Slow boil the frog. Slow boil the frog. And I said this to you before the, the the broadcast today, Greg. I said L.A. Marzulli must be like on cloud nine right now. Doing backflips. Like, he's doing backflips. It's like the next rung is about ready to happen. This is like full disclosure is coming. You know. 
and you can just see him. He's like, they're talking about it in Congress. They're, you know, they're, you know, they're really taking this seriously now. This is not just some kook out there going, the little green men are here to take me away. You know, they're like, they're like, this stuff is happening and it's a national security issue. Right? That's, that's really the, the their, their main issue with the whole thing, right? Is they're yeah. like, when they fly over these nuke facilities, we can't launch nukes. <laughs> that's that's a national security risk. Well, the fact that Fox News is reporting on this stuff, like Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, you know, but they're not they're not talking about whether or not the aliens exist. It's more of are they friendly, or are they are they a threat to us? That's where they're at now. They're not denying that they exist no more. Are they friendly, or are they a threat? Right. You know, and the people they have coming on there right now are saying that they're a threat. Right. You know, so it's not the the arguments. We're already past the argument whether or not they're there because we all know they're there. Well, the government's so changed now, their tune a bit because what was it in the 1960s? They said that UFOs do not exist and they're not a threat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know how you get both, but, uh, you know, they don't they don't exist, but they yeah. also don't pose a threat. So wait a minute. Uh, which one yeah. is it? But now they're just basically saying, okay, there are things that do exist and they may pose a threat, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And don't don't take us out of context, folks. We're not saying these are aliens from another planet, interplanetary things. We do believe this is a scheme, a device of uh of of Satan, okay? Right. Of the fallen angels. It is a masquerade, it is a facade, yep. and it's going to be used to deceive man. Okay. We do not believe in the end that days. humanoids mm-hmm. inhabit other planets in this universe. No, but absolutely not. As 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 we have here in Second Corinthians two eleven, for we are not ignorant of Satan's devices. That's right. So I'll leave it with that. Thank you, everyone, for coming back with us on another uptime. And uh, Lord willing, we'll be back next week. We are supposed to have a guest with us. Uh, we have Brother Dustin um, for from Busy for the Lord channel um, to be on with us. So we look forward to that. Um, All right. God bless.